welcome back to another episode of Northeastern Next, a showcase for the stories, talents, and thoughtful insights of our university's current and future alumni. I'm your host, Caitlin, a current DMR McKim graduate student. Today, I'm here with CJ Grosso. CJ is a business development manager at McChrystal Group, a management consulting and leadership development firm. CJ has several degrees from Northeastern, a bachelor's in international affairs, a master's in security and resilience studies, and most recently an MBA. Congrats on that, CJ. And welcome to Northeastern Next. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, happy to have you here. So you entered undergrad in 2011, and early on you were interested in business, international affairs, law. What did your experiences at Northeastern look like in the early days of your career? Yeah, so I came into Northeastern as a business student, always thought I wanted to go into law. Business seemed like a a great foundation to kind of take that next step after undergrad. Spent the first two years, a year and a half or so here as a business student, and After my first co-op, which was at a small law firm, kind of made the decision that I really wasn't as interested in law as I thought I was. Um, So started to explore what I kind of was interested in and ended up really finding a, a passion for homeland security, community resilience. And that led me to pivot to ultimately I graduated as a international affairs student. So you mentioned having that co-op. What did your co-op experiences look like at Northeastern and what was it about them that made you either decide, hey, this isn't for me or I you know, definitely want to do that? Yeah. So the, the first one at the law firm was just, um, it was one of those cases where I liked the six months and what I did, but I just couldn't see myself doing it long-term after graduation and kind of investing the time to go to law school for a career that I kind of realized that I wasn't as interested in as I initially thought. My second co-op was actually at a research institute through Northeastern. At the time, it was at the Costas Research Institute for Homeland Security out at the Burlington campus. I was a research assistant co-op for the Center for Resilient Studies. And I kind of, I really found an interest in that kind of dovetailing with my homeland security interest and taking a different approach and looking at how communities and businesses, organizations, you name it, could be more resilient and not just focus on the prevention of things happening because you bad things happening because you can't ultimately prevent everything. But how do we think about our response, our recovery, how we adapt in the long term, um, really as that kind of way that we can be a more secure, resilient communities or or nations, et cetera. So fortunately, as I was graduating, um, the my boss from my co-op at the Center for Resilient Studies said they were hiring a new program manager and asked if I'd be interested. Uh, I had really liked working there for the six months that I was on co-op and, and some part-time work afterwards. Very excited to accept that. And I spent the next uh, five years at Northeastern working for that center and ultimately the Global Resilience Institute, which was kind of the evolution of that center. That's awesome. So CJ, I know you have those two different master's degrees. What was it like balancing full-time work and part-time school? And how were you able to manage it all? Just at least start with that first degree? Yeah. So the the first degree, the security and resilience studies masters, that was a social science, political science type of coursework where it's kind of a slow ramp up 
throughout the whole semester. And then really when you got to the last few weeks of the semester, I found myself with final papers and projects and, and presentations to do. So really using weekends or, or free time to make sure that I was in a good position that when work got demanding or when classes really ramped up in terms of assignments at the end of the semester, I wasn't starting from zero. I was very fortunate that Northeastern is really supportive of people continuing their development, both in terms of the tuition waivers they provided that made me be able to get these back to back in a way that I otherwise wouldn't have. And then also just having very supportive bosses and, and teammates who were aware of what I was doing and were completely flexible with, I'm going to have to leave early for class, or I might need to use a vacation day at the end of the semester to work on a paper and just really being willing to work with me, which removed so much of that stress that I it could have otherwise had. Yeah, I think that's kind of the beauty of being able to work at Northeastern and then go to school here is you're just in that environment and it's really conducive to being able to go and on your, you know, head out right on time and get over to school and get those classes in. And then for your second master's, you were at Northeastern for the first part of it working and then get a new job kind of halfway in between there. How did that shift affect your ability to balance it all and again, do the full-time work with the part-time school? Yeah. So MBA was just totally a totally different structure that I had to get used to at first. Um, whereas the first one I described was very much backloaded at the end of the semester in terms of work. The MBA, especially the quantitative classes, finance and stats, et cetera, were much more steady kind of um, workload throughout the semester with weekly assignments and, and presentations and stuff. I like can that. relate as a current student. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot you were a current student. You you certainly can. We can certainly commiserate uh, on that one. Um, so really, you know, it, it doesn't sound like rocket science, but I just had to really take a weekly and monthly approach to planning out what I had to do. Couldn't just wait until the back end of the semester and, and finish those projects. Otherwise, I would have I would have just not been able to balance. Uh, like you said, I switched uh, jobs. I, I left the university and, and started working at the McChrystal Group halfway through the MBA simultaneously, just because of the nature of my new job. I wasn't able to do in-person classes as consistently, so I switched to the online program. So kind of that shift between being at the university and managing the program that was that was through my employer and then going external and having online classes, which were a, a very different dynamic. The good thing about having the online classes was that it's by and large very, very flexible, but it's also a little bit, it requires you to be a little bit more of a self-starter self in terms of the curriculum and uh, not having that one time where you go to class every week. Uh, should mention also very fortunate that McChrystal Group was similarly supportive of of my MBA, uh, finishing my MBA, uh, whether it was projects where I was able to finish up a day earlier, shift my work schedule, consulting's a lot of on planes, so figured out how to kind of write and do homework there. Um, and yeah, just very supportive environment. Well, that's awesome that both of your employers were super supportive of you going to school. And again, congrats on that MBA, a recent DMSB grad 2022, right? Yep, that's right. Last December. Well, I know you still stay in touch with your co-op advisor and make your way back to campus to speak with students. How did you get involved in that initially? And how has that evolved over time as you've been at the university, left, moved on to a different job? What does that look like now? Yeah, so Joni Lamaccia, she was my co-op advisor once I switched over to international affairs and just a 
super supportive resource and an advocate for co-ops kind of she was actually the one who told me about the Casas Research Institute and led me to that co-op and five years later there I was still working at Northeastern so she really kind of had a big impact on the way my career went um and then when I started at the Global Resilience Institute I was very fortunate that we had two or three co-ops uh, every semester on the on the research team as research assistants. So it started off a little bit kind of self-serving. I'd go talk to the classes and give them some information about what we did to drum up some interest and get more applicants to our position. Um, but as it went on, and, and especially after I left the Global Resilience Institute and I was no longer hiring co-ops, it just became a good way to give back a little bit to the, the program that helped me. And then also just kind of hear from students and, and be a resource where where I can be and, and where some of my experiences might match up with their interests. And, and I can provide advice about interviewing or resumes or or just kind of being a, a leader still as a as a junior employee or as a, as a recent grad. That's great. You still make your way back so often. And then getting into what you're doing now, I understand you've been at your current job at McChrystal Group. You've been at the company for, I think, about two years or so now. Yep. And you recently started a new position with the company. So again, congratulations on that. You have so many exciting things going on. What would be your advice to any alums out there who are looking to make a change within their existing organization? Yeah. So I think whether it's a moving up change or moving to a different job role change, especially as a young employee, I tended to want to say yes to everything, which is, I think, I think naturally, you're the most junior person in the company, somebody asks you to do something. And it's like, yeah, I'll take that on, you just kind of want to be eager to prove yourself. And as time went on, not that any of those things were not valuable to the organization, but for my own development, for really contributing to what was most important to the to the organization and the team, I started being a little bit more thoughtful or deliberate about being proactive in terms of finding out what is really valuable strategically for the company right now and how can I get involved with that. I think it was a kind of light bulb moment of you can definitely contribute by doing a lot of things, but more often than not, I found myself having a bigger impact and definitely learning more, getting more rewards out of finding out here is what is going to take the team, take the company, et cetera, to the next level. So started off at McChrystal Group on the implementation team, really the, the bread and butter of any consulting organization being working with clients to help them either overcome their challenges or achieve the, the best possible outcome in a very complex environment saw actually a similar situation open up internally we had we set really ambitious growth goals for the next three years and we opened up a new business development manager role so it was an opportunity for me to kind of take stock at what was going to help McChrystal group for the next three years and jump right into that and I, I was fortunate enough to be offered the business development manager and and now i get to work with all of our partners all of our client teams to figure out how exactly can McChrystal group maximize the value that we're providing to our clients and then in turn grow our business by continuing to to add value and, and positive outcomes. So CJ, it sounds like your advice is maybe not necessarily to stop saying yes to everything, but kind of take a look at what your company's priorities are and align those things that you are saying yes to and seek out those opportunities that really align with the company. Yeah, especially as a new employee, you know, everything is kind of a learning opportunity because you you don't have, you know a lot of reps under your belt. So everything is a little bit new, you get to learn. But very quickly, I kind of tried to move out of that 
phase of looking at everything like just as a learning opportunity uh, in and of itself. And really as like, what is a learning opportunity that's going to kind of set me up for the next level, not just learn like a very discreet kind of technical skill, like how to run a Zoom meeting or facilitate something like that. But, you know, what are really going to be the most strategically important things for the company? One that helped me learn a lot more and to think like people who are a couple levels ahead of me and and kind of get that mindset. Two, it's just really important to make sure that you're in line with what the company is trying to achieve. Otherwise, kind of in in my pursuit of learning new skills or saying yes to everything, I'd kind of be going here and there and, and everywhere, but not really focusing my time and attention on what was most important to our leaders. And kind of the only way to balance that and still work on what's most important is to just work a lot of extra hours. And that's very much a short-term solution. So in terms of kind of finding my way, and, and that's also what led me to this new role of, of identifying that this was a key priority for us, that's really where I, I try and spend my time now that I'm done with the MBA, where I'm where I'm just kind of continuing to read or learn, you know, LinkedIn learning learning or, or reading a lot of articles, whatever it might be, using that to kind of narrow down the entire body of knowledge that's out there into something that's going to make me better now and also position me well for two, three, four, 10 years from now. Awesome. Well, that is great advice. I know I can personally relate to the trap that you fall down of saying when you say yes to everything, especially early on, and then you, yeah, you can work extra, but it's, that's not going to be sustainable. Um, so thank you. And then CJ, since this is Northeastern Next, what is next for you? Well, so personally, and I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't count this as the most important thing, getting married in November. So that's that's the big next for me. That's the focus. So super excited about that. Professionally, I've only been in this business development manager new role for about a month and a half now. So I still consider that kind of the next thing. I think I've got my feet underneath me in, in it right now, but a lot to learn, a lot of opportunities uh, out in front. So looking forward to to doing this. It's it's actually, I should have mentioned, it's, it's only a year long kind of temporary rotation. And then I'll go back to being on the client team. So really looking to leverage the next 10 and a half. 11 months to both contribute to the McChrystal group and also set myself up to be an even more valuable asset to clients going back. So, so that that's, what's up next for me. That's awesome. Congratulations on both fronts, both personally and professionally, uh, you got your wedding and then that's really cool that you have that opportunity to do that rotation and get that experience and then bring it back, um, after you know, the year is complete. Absolutely. Yeah. Really excited for it. Well, thanks CJ for joining this episode of Northeastern next. It was great having you here today. Oh, it was great being here. I had a good time. Thanks, Caitlin. Northeastern University's co-op program provides employers access to talented and innovative students to meet their workforce needs and business objectives. If you are interested in becoming a co-op employer, reach out to us at alumni at northeastern.edu. to this episode of Northeastern Next. If this episode brought back some great memories, check out our Husky Starter page online to support current student endeavors or reach out to us via our email at alumni at northeastern.edu or on Instagram at northeastern underscore alumni to point us in the direction of a great story, either from you or a friend. And lastly, 
Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can hear a new episode in your feed every other Wednesday. Remember, once a husky, always a husky. See you the week after next.